Hey friends, this is a trigger warning. This episode contains language and or the description of someone's personal experience that some may be uncomfortable hearing. Please be advised. From Luminary Media, this is Karamo. You know I'm all about helping you get to the emotional core of what's happening in your life. And on this show, you're able to call in and speak directly to me to get advice to navigate those hard issues that you're going through. Hey, friend. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, friends. Thank you for joining me today on Karamo. Today's topic is something that I have wanted to discuss for a very, very long time which is how the lack of education impacts conversations around sexual identity, gender identity, and coming out. Now, my goal is to help you understand how education and empathy can help us all in having better conversations. Now, before we even start, I want to make sure that I tell you all very clearly, any part of this conversation is not to be making excuses for people with bias or malicious behavior you get that let me apologize straight up and tell you that's not my intention but what i do want to do is make sure that we start to have real and transparent conversations about how the lack of education is truly impacting these conversations around sexual identity gender identity and coming out so let's start with some of the basics what does sexual identity mean versus what does gender identity mean i know some of you already know this but for those of you who don't here's a safe space where you can learn and be like oh i get it now Now, when it comes to sexual identity, this is how a person identifies who they are romantically or sexually attracted to. This is also known as sexual orientation. So this means I'm straight, I'm a lesbian, I'm gay, or I'm bisexual. All right. Now, this is very, very different from gender identity, which is how someone self-identifies their gender, regardless of what gender they were assigned by a doctor in the hospital when they were born. Now, this could mean that they self-identify their gender as male or female or could be both. This is what someone knows in their heart and mind to be true about who they are based on our gender constructs. And I'm doing air quotations here. Now, the term queer, like my show, Queer Eye. Now, this is just a term that represents those who have intersex sexual identities and gender identities or those who don't want to be labeled. For me, I think some of the miseducation that people have, which causes confusion, is when they hear this umbrella phrase, LGBTQIA. They just think sex. Who are you sleeping with? But what I want people to understand is that is not how you should think. 
Three of those letters are about sexual identity or who you're sleeping with. That's the G, gay, L, lesbian, B, bisexual. But the letters T, trans, is about gender identity. The letter I, intersex, is also about gender identity. Now, intersex is people who are born with any of the several variations in sex characteristics, including chromosomes, gonads, sex hormones, or genitalias. Basically, it means that there's somebody who is born, their body doesn't look exactly what we think of when it comes to male or female. Now, I'm going to let you all in on a little secret. And please, the gay mafia, don't come after me. If you are confused about these terms or on what the letters LGBTQIA mean, you are not alone. People get confused. And when people are afraid of something, they react irrationally. On top of that, it creates a space for people who are open, who are like, I do want to respect you and I do want to learn, to feel scared that they can't ask questions because they're like, well, if I say something, I'm going to offend someone else. And I think that's a problem as well. Now, as I said at the beginning, I don't want any of this show to seem like I am making excuses for people with biased or malicious behavior because that's not it. But I think there's a large swath of people who just are like, I don't get it. And I know this to be true from within our community. I hear gay men, lesbians, people who are bi, people who are trans make comments about other people within our own community. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I have heard gay men say about a bi man, oh, you know what, they're just, they just are scared to identify as gay. Mm, no, they identify as bisexual. You saw in Queer Eye. You had Jonathan and I, for any of those who watch the show, Jonathan is my castmate. He and I are very well informed about the trans community. Yet two of our other castmates, Anthony and Tan, even admitted openly that they had never interacted with someone trans. So now we have to look honestly at people outside of our community and be like, okay, I get it. You might not have all the answers and you not understanding and having miseducation could be scary for you and could be misinforming every decision you make. So let's start to have a very transparent conversation about that miseducation and how we can start talking about it and why that fear causes people to react a certain way. Does that work, everyone? All right, cool. I'm just, I just had to break down the basics. I know that was a lot, but I had to break down the basics so that we can go forward. Now, I'm going to go ahead and throw myself on the sword right now and show you what I mean about how miseducation causes fear and causes pain and that can help us understand about how we're having communication with other people in our lives many of you know that i am a father i have a beautiful baby boy he's my pride and joy he is now 22 years old um, his name is jason brown and um i've had full custody of him for many years since i've been with my son and had my son my son has had girlfriends has had nothing but girlfriends now remember my son has been around the lgbt community for his entire life i worked with lgbt youth in social services and i always brought my kids around never once did he ever talk to me about anything other than the girls he was dating recently my son said to me in a joking manner hey dad so i'm pansexual now I'm a very educated man. 
And when he said it to me, my response was, I I don't even know what that means, but you're joking anyway. And then he went on to say, no, dad, I am pansexual. So before I go on with the story, I want to introduce my baby, my prince, Jason. Hey, son. Hi. How you doing, Dad? So first of all, we have to clarify. Everyone says how weird it is that Jason and I sound exactly alike. I mean, like, everyone says that. <laughs> how are you, son? I'm good. First of all, let me just say thank you so much for being willing to come on the show and for talking about this. You've never talked about this publicly. No, I have this not. This is the no. first um, time. But, you know, I sort of set up this scenario, and let's get from your point of view. You have been around the LGBT community. You have only, from my perspective, dated women, and then recently, in a jokey manner, yeah. decided to tell me. Decided to tell you that I was pansexual in a jokey manner, which was probably not the best manner to bring it up in. I understand why you did in a jokey manner. See, what people need to understand is that when someone is expressing their sexual identity, you know, sometimes they are fearful of how people are going to respond. So everyone has their way of trying to open up about who they are in a way that they feel it's going to protect them, but also allow them to share their truth. Yeah. So I don't blame you for doing it in the jokey manner. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. what you need to do for your journey. You know, some people would have written a letter. Some people would have said a different way. When I expressed my sexual identity to my father, I did it in a sort of like, this is it. You're going to get it. And I ran. Oh, you know, angry. sort of like that yeah. type of deal. So <laughs> we all have our process. Yeah. And it has to be respected. I was trying to figure out a way that was the easiest way and like you know being it up to you trying to be funny about it and then actually being like no this is a serious thing does everyone know what pansexual means see boom so this is the thing that i'm saying here i literally am part of this community and when you said what i'm pansexual i literally went through my rolodex in my head and was like i don't know what you're talking about child so so go ahead for me and explain what pansexual is Pansexuality falls under the sexual identification. Basically, if I am attracted to you, you are who I prefer. So, man, female, um, trans, trans, yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, it does not matter. So, again, just to be clear, pansexual mm -hmm. is someone who their sexual identity means that I am not bound to just being attracted to female, male, yeah. or both. Yeah. It's about being sexually attracted or romantically attracted to anyone. Yes. Now, um, thank you, first of all, for explaining that. Because yeah. I think that's what we need is that type of clear education well, yeah, we so people some, understand. Yeah, we need clarification, especially with that. But I will also say, again, that, and we've talked about this, and, you know, I've apologized to you because I think that's very important. But I did not have a positive response. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, yeah. and don't get me wrong, folks. It did not take me, you know, like my father. It's now been almost 18 years, 20 yeah, years, and 20. he still can't <laughs> come around. It, it took me uh, like um, two hours. Yeah, I was going like, to say five hours the most. Yeah, yeah, five hours, and I snapped out of it. And I was like, okay, Karama, get back in it. But my initial response was I was um, not okay with it. Yeah. 
I, I literally started asking questions that you even stopped me in the conversation was like, Dad, what are you doing? You know better than to ask questions like this. Completely, yes, yes. Like, I started asking questions like how when someone meets someone who's trans for the first time, they their curiosity gets the best of them and they start asking completely inappropriate questions that you would never ask another human being. Mm-hmm. And I started asking you those things just right out the gate. I was like, pansexual? What does this mean? What, what Are you... what? What and I literally that's my tone. I'm not going into the questions, but I started asking <laughs> these questions. And I heard myself. Yeah. And I realized that the negative response I was giving you was based on the lack of education I had. Mm-hmm. But also the lack of education calls fear in me that I had never experienced. Mm-hmm. Because though I'm a gay man, it was a different experience for me when my child then started to say that they identify as part of this umbrella. Many people don't know that the LGBTQI umbrella keeps going. There's other letters. But for me, the P in this umbrella term, I didn't get. And I had a negative reaction because I was miseducated, but also I was fearful. And what I was fearful of that I realized in that moment is that the life that I had constructed for you, my son, in my head, coming to your wedding, meeting your wife, having a grandkid one day, All these things. And the minute you said that to me, somehow I was fearful that that life would not happen anymore. That was all gone. Yeah. It was all gone. And so it made me respond in a negative way. But it made me understand, like, I get what happens. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to ask you a question. How long had you come to a point where you were clear in your mind that you identified as Pan? Pan. Um. You know how we used to volunteer all the time when I used to come up to work with you and volunteer? Uh-huh. Um, when I worked with LGBT, you LGBT, used to yeah. volunteer, yes. I used to volunteer all the time. And um, a lot of the, the people, peers my age, would talk to me. And I identified as bi for a little bit before I fully realized that um, I was pansexual. And so when was this? This was completely, I realized... Uh, when you started identifying as bi? I had bi, I, like, 10th grade, sophomore year. Okay, so again, for the audience, for context, he was he's now 22, yeah, about 22. to be 23. So you're talking about 10th grade, you were 15? Yeah, 15. And you're in my house, and I had no idea. No idea, because I, I, you know, I didn't fully understand what I was feeling. And yes. I didn't know if, like, this was just something, a phase, or just, I don't know what I was feeling at the time. And so I didn't know how to come to you and tell you our pops that. And pops is Ian, my fiance, for everyone who's questioning that. And now think about this. I am someone who is on television. I'm literally (laughs) the first openly gay African-American ever on reality television. I am literally my job on TV is being gay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And, And my own son was nervous to come to me. You had now from... 15 to 22 mm-hmm. to understand your sexual identity yeah. as pansexual of 10 minutes i either had to react in a way where it was going to be hurtful to our relationship or where our relationship could have a chance to grow mm-hmm. and it was the first time ever again please people don't hate me i'm just being honest <laughs> about what i'm saying like <laughs> we live in an age where i'm gonna get dms and people going like i hate you for this yeah. but i'm gonna be honest it was the first time that i was like i i fully understand why people have the negative reactions they have when their children express their sexual identity or their gender identity miseducated fearful but i felt betrayed yeah i felt lied to i felt i felt all these emotions that i had never felt with you 
I was angry. I, I think after you told me, I was like, boy, get out this goddamn phone. And I hung up the phone on you. Yeah, you did. You did. This is, I, my son has seen me with kids in my office who I'm comforting after their parents did the same thing. I mean, like, seriously, like, hugging them. I mean, head on the shoulder, <laughs> like, you know, comforting, like, real comforting. And I hung up the phone. <laughs> and I, again, I, I can transparently and honestly as a father say I'm sorry for that because it was not the way that I should have reacted. Mm -hmm. And I'm mature enough to understand that and look you dead in your eyes and say, that's not how I should have reacted and you did not deserve that reaction. I realized quickly that the life that I immediately started mourning, I had to tell myself you could still have that life. Yeah, that completely. you will still have that life. That you will have a family, whether it's with a woman, a man, a trans man, a trans woman, mm -hmm. someone who identifies as gender queer, you and that person will be happy, healthy, and you will still be able to have a family if you choose one day. But many people don't have the education I have. And we saw that when we then, I said, you need to call your mother. Yes, I was just thinking that, yes. And <laughs> your mother, who is a very supportive woman, she's supported me being a gay man, mm -hmm. she didn't take it as good as no, I did. No, yeah, she took it a little harder. She, she kind of went to denial mode. She went to denial mode, and then the conversation, you know, we've talked about this before, not in full detail, but the conversation she and I had, I was like, Stephanie, you better start offending me. Yeah. Like, I'm like, I'm like yeah. let's all take a deep breath. You do know still know I'm gay. Yeah. I'm part of that on so <laughs> You're not talking to like your straight baby daddy. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're still talking to a man that's gay. And I'm like, uh, so watch what you're saying here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But like, I had to help her navigate it because, again, this is a woman who I've never, ever felt like she's homophobic. Never once. Never. Never at all. But when it came to her son identifying as Pan, she was like, what the hell does that mean? What do you think, Jason, we can do to make sure that people have education? I just think that um, people just need to start being more open. And I know it's a hard thing to be open about your sexuality, especially coming to your parents or just anyone that you truly love and don't want to, I guess, let down or, you know, fail to, to their perception of you and how your life should be. But I think that those people should start speaking out more. And I hate putting the responsibility on marginalized groups. Mm -hmm. I hate it as a black man, as a gay man. I hate the fact that somehow we as marginalized group, we all of a sudden have to be the ones to be the bigger person constantly. You know, someone's ignorant and we got to be the ones that are like, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to stay calm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do whatever. And that gets old quickly. I'm, I'm going to be real. Yeah. It gets old quickly. <laughs> but I think it's like, how can we start having conversations and solutions about like transparently allowing people to say, I don't understand. Like being able to take a breath and say, okay, let me give you an opportunity to learn. Let me give you a opportunity to grow. And that's why I brought up the fact of you are in my house and you are sleeping in the room next to mine. Yeah. I'm going with you every day. I'm giving you lunch money. You're having these, you're coming to a point where you understand your sexual identity, yet you're never, you're never expressing it to me. And then one day you popped up on the phone talking about, hey, yeah, daddy, you know, I'm paying sexual. And I was like, <laughs> what? But I mean, like understanding that people, you've went through your journey. Mm -hmm. And that you took you all those years to get to a place where you felt comfortable to yeah. finally express it to me and or let me into your life. Mm -hmm. That's why I don't really like the term coming out, because you didn't come out to me. You let me into your life. Yeah. And that gives you the power. Mm -hmm. 
Thank you so much, son. Uh, you want to stick around and help me answer some of these calls? Yeah, of course, of course. Oh, look at this. Father, son, Father, doing what son. we do. Here we go. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna get, hey, say that with me. What? You sound just alike. I told y'all. Listen. Can we'll I, be... Hey, friends. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stand this. All right. Friends, we'll be right back. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Now, we are talking about how the lack of education impacts conversations around sexual identity, gender identity, and coming out. Thus far, we have been joined by my little baby, my prince, who is taller than me now, um, Jason Brown. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Say it. Hey, friends. Hey, friends. <laughs> <laughs> um, so listen, uh, Jason said he's going to go ahead and stick around as we take some calls from people this yeah. show is all about you friends as always we want to hear from you so that i can help you so i had a direct message from a young man by the name of edward saying hey karamo so i came out to my parents almost a year ago as bisexual my father was understanding but my mother used harsh slurs and stereotypes to express her lack of a better word struggle with the news even though it's been a year i feel like she's still using some of those harsh words behind my back my father refuses to talk to her, and I don't know how to approach that topic with her. Listen, um, let's get Edward on the line. Hey, friend, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you, Edward? Good to be speaking to you, sir. Uh, sir, don't make me feel old. <laughs> <laughs> Edward, how old, how old are you? I am 28 years old. Oh, so you you feel about the same yeah. age. <laughs> the same age. Let me see. Um, so talk to me. How's it been in the household? My dad's doing well with it um my mom it's one of those we, we have a household where we just don't talk about it. it we don't talk about it it doesn't exist and so thanks for the information but keep it to yourself kind of situation got it got it so so your father was open to it what was his exact response um actually he just said okay, okay. um he said he said okay um, and then he said, have you told your mom yet? And I said, nope. She's the next phone call. And, uh, he laughed and said, good luck. Um, and then I called her about five hours later. 
Um, she laughed, hung up the phone, and called me back an hour later, which is kind of sad. And then that's when the, the, the negativity came out. Yeah. Um, so she made me reiterate what I said. Um, so I said, hey, just letting you know, I'm bisexual. Um, she said, what does that mean? Um, so my mom, she's, she's, a, she's a very intelligent woman, uh, but socially, she just she's not there. So mm-hmm. she asked me to explain, and I went ahead and said I'm attracted to both men and women. Um, and that's when the insults started to come out. <laughs> mm-hmm. After and what exactly insults did she say to you? May I use the derogatory term for gay people? Mm-hmm. Uh, faggot. She said. She said she called me a faggot. Um, I am actually dating a, a woman at the time, uh, right now. Um, <clears throat> and she said your your girlfriend's a disgusting bitch uh, for letting you inside of her. You're going to catch something. Um, you know, your dad was too soft on you. That's why you're like this. Yeah. So that kind of went on for about an hour of me just sitting there tearing up, telling me, why the fuck are you crying? You've had your entire life to deal with this. Now let me process the way I need to process. Um, and then she hung up the phone. It, 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 it sounds crazy, but it's kind of become this elephant in the room yeah. um, for every situation. Um, now moving forward. So, uh, side note, I'm, I'm getting confirmed in Catholicism, uh, next weekend. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, she doesn't want, she doesn't want to come. Um, and she let it slip actually just yesterday. Um, faggots can't be confirmed because Catholics don't like that yeah. shit. Yeah. So, um, it's kind of, it's unfortunate that it's touching so many different parts of my my life. Of course. Now, what what relationship would you like to have with your mother? Um, so, honestly, my mom used to be my best friend. Um, sounds sounds cliche, but I am I was a mama's boy in high school. Um, went to her for everything, and I kind of feel in the last ten years since I graduated from high school, we kind of really just drifted off. Um, me hiding something big from her and, and her not being very open to the changes and the evolution that I kind of went through over the years. Um, so I really just want to have uh, a loving, open-minded kind of relationship with my mom um, like we used to. Okay, so you do want to rebuild the relationship. Well, first of all, as we all know, part of this community is to get your allies in place. And I think hearing the fact that your father did not have a negative reaction, ask him to support you in going forward and talking to your mother. Mm-hmm. So that we, you all together as a family unit can sit down and talk about, first of all, her language. That is the first thing that has to change and has to be addressed. And even if you don't want to have your, your father there, having someone who can go with you and say, this type of language is harmful, is dangerous, and you are better than this type of language. Helping her to understand how this language is. Helping her to understand how this language is hurting you. Yeah, yeah. I think, Why the deep I breath? Just because uh, my mom is an amazing woman, um, and I love her deeply. Um, and when you when you said that language isn't okay, kind of kind of shook me a little bit um, because I didn't, I haven't forgiven her for her language. I kind of forgiven her for her reaction. 
Um, so that was just kind of spot on right there. Yeah. Listen, giving her an opportunity to say to you, I'm sorry for my language and forgiving her once she says that sorry is going to be very healthy for you. I think that you need the opportunity to hear that from her. And if she doesn't give it to you, then you can then forgive her and love her as she grows through this from a distance. You know what I mean? Without putting yourself in harm's way. And that's not fair to you. So having another adult there who can step in and say, that's the language, that's not okay, is the first step that I think is gonna be good for you. Once that happens, the second part is really truly helping her understand that you are still the same person and you will have the same life. I think part of the miseducation that your mother's gotten from, uh, and I'm just, is your mother African-American? Um, Mexican and African-American. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm, and this is not to stereotype because I hate when people try to lump all yeah. races together. Mm-hmm. I, it just gets on my nerves. But we do know that media and films and music within Latino and African-American communities do sort of send out this message, especially when it comes to bisexual men, that somehow they're on the down low, somehow they are lying, somehow they're going to have diseases, they're going to do these things, and that the women that they're sleeping with are being tricked, or there's a miseducation around that. And it's been perpetuating the media over and over again, helping her to understand that the life she thought you were going to have, that she's mourning right now, that she's, that you're still going to have that life. Mm-hmm. Do you believe you're still going to have that life? Absolutely. And thank you for bringing up stigma because I hate this stigma around bisexuality and specifically bisexual African-American men. Um, I remember being like 11, 12 when I started recognizing what I was going through or who I was. Um, I remember just hearing, you know, on the DL, on the DL, mm-hmm. um, you know, so it was, it was hard for me because I was like, well, am I invalid? <laughs> you know, yeah. am I wrong? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I was raised Catholic my entire life. I stepped out at 17 from the church because of the fact that I was really struggling at 17. Like, all right, I'm into men, I'm into women, and you're telling me everything about me is wrong. Um, and I can't support that. So I actually walked away from the church then. That's why I wasn't conferred when I was 17. Yeah, It's a lot of glorification when it comes to women um, being bisexual. Um, but if you're a guy, if you're a black man, you're on the DL. Somehow that I'm takes like, away your manhood. Somehow, yeah. like, you're, yeah. 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 You being open and transparent about your experience is taking away that stigma for everyone that's going to be listening. And so I appreciate your courage, your honesty. Thank you so much. And, you know, uh, just let you know, I'm going to be sending you love and prayers. But I think we have some clear action steps that could help you to go forward of like what you can do to get to that place where you can get the relationship that you want with your mom. Thank you. Thank you for that. And I appreciate your prayers. Um, Listen, Edward, yeah. my friend, thank you so much for calling in today. I appreciate you so much, and good luck with everything, okay? Good luck, Edward. Much appreciated. Thank you. Thank you so much. So what's very interesting about what Edward was saying was very similar to the experience that you and I had. <laughs> very, very With similar. your mom. Yeah. <laughs> um... And I think we have to start to understand that a lack of education, the stigma around it, is what causes these issues. 
I again, I hate saying it, friends. I do because I feel like why is it my responsibility as the person who's being oppressed to always feel like I have to be the bigger person? Yeah. But I look at that as a gift that we have that we're more knowledgeable. And when you have a gift of knowledge, you gotta share it. Knowledgeable and patience. I think those two, when it comes to that uh, being the bigger person, it always comes out, and it's it's literally like one of the most best feelings you can have. Friends, we have learned so much today. Jason, thank you so much for being here with me. I want to continue this conversation in part two in the next episode, just with you all. So stay tuned. Karamo is presented by Luminary Media, produced by Little Everywhere, hosted by me, Karamo. Music by Ernie Wooden and the Big Woozy Band. Remember, this is an entertainment advice show. If you need direct help or direct advice on a physical or mental issue you're currently dealing with, please contact a professional in your town who can advise you. As always, friends, for more healing and growth, check out more episodes of Karamo on Luminary Media. Hey, friends! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.